what's your go-to way of, of making coffee nowadays? Uh, so Dom is a heathen and he does instant coffee and has no respect oh, for me. Um, At least I don't drink tea. <laughs> what's right? Okay, uh, I, I use a cafetiere <laughs> and I put expensive coffee into it and make a fantastic fine brew. And I use a cold brew coffee maker as well. I accept that my way is probably not the most... It doesn't give the perfect the brew by any stretch of the imagination, but it is quite efficient. Yeah. But gee, my question to you is, why do you go to so much effort if you can't smell and by then can't well, really taste? Why don't you just go the instant well, with me? It's efficient. Well... I've got you there. <laughs> It's also because he has self-respect, Dom. (laughs) Hello, you are listening to TW3. We are the show that highlights the world's insanities. We poke fun at those that deserve it, and we tackle the fake news that plagues us. I'm your host, Dominic Lane, and this week I'm joined by the infallible Lawrence Ray. What's up, what's up, what's up? And the resident fact-checker extraordinaire, Gregory Bush. So I'm just grinding some coffee beans right now. One second. Okay. <laughs> so this week, um, last week, my perceived intellect took a significant dent when I learned that bananas are berries. Uh, this last week, I've been pondering everything I thought I knew about the world. Uh, still, at least I don't continually double take on everything I say like this guy. Everyone, have a good time. Enjoy yourselves because we are here to celebrate your achievements, and great achievements they are. So we learnt this week that after taking billions of loans from the Bank of England, the airlines are suing the government over quarantine measures. For the sake of the bucket and spade brigade everywhere, this is one case the airlines can't afford to lose. Damn, I can't believe that fell flat on you guys. Wait, this is what, one wait, case. One sec. <laughs> bucket and spade. This is one case. Damn, guys, wake up oh, a little bit. Drink some of that coffee case. you've been it's talking. Tea, right, oh my god! Oh, All right, move. the case. Oh, I get, I get. Right, okay. This is very. Good. Shall, shall yeah. I redo that for you, and you can give me a fake laugh for the sake yes. of the bucket yeah, and spade brigade everywhere? This is one case the airlines can't afford to lose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck off. Genius. Holy moly! With the bookies wow. closed, the Premier League cancelled and Fosters only available in cans, a group of counter-protesters clashed with police without a football stadium in sight this week. Still, never being ones to pass up the opportunity to protest, my favourite counter-protest this week comes out of France, where police officers are protesting the outlawing of chokeholds. Instead of taking the knee, they are walking down the street shouting, That was the week that was. We will be right back after this. Alright guys, welcome back. So... Yeah, that joke fell fairly flat on you. <laughs> it is it, what I wanted to say was it's funny that actually I involuntarily like I I laughed more at the thought of Foster's being in cans than. Well, did you see? Did you see the protesters that were? Um, yeah. The, has anyone ever seen the film Green Street? 
Yes. You know that it's like a football hooligan film where they're basically fighting gangs or kind of like Is that the one one with the guy from Lord of the Rings or is that another one? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. with Frodo Baggins. Although I'm sure he's got an actual name that no one knows. Elijah Woods, is it? Yeah. Elijah Wood, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And Basically, this is a film about football hooligans who fight in firms. And if you saw, if you took a picture of the counter protesters, they are literally the spitting image of the gangs in that film. They are literally yeah. just getting mad because the Premier League's cancelled. Um, I mean, yeah. I. <laughs> so, so wait, wait, can I clarify this for me? There's, there's been protests. Uh, what? This is about football now, still? No, 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 no. no. Right, so. Um, Yesterday, uh, the Black Lives Matter protest started again, but there was also a counter-protest from a far-right oh, group. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. In the UK, they were getting mad about various things. Uh, one of them even urinated um, on the statue of, or, like, the monument of uh, PC Keith Palmer, who was stabbed outside of Westminster. I mean, that guy mm. should just have his passport taken away from him and just mm. shipped off to wherever he wants. Um, but yeah, this was like a, it was quite a, a strange sight to see basically people peacefully protesting and then some very angry far right groups uh, getting very football yeah. hooliganish. Yeah, I, I did see some footage of, of these counter protests. If you call it like a counter protest again, it's just it. What is it? Right. That just it just sums up like isn't that, that football hooligan like image? Literally, I just saw sort of overweight middle aged white men balding in like a in sweat sweatsuit you know like um jogging bottoms and like tracksuits just all like just drunkenly like slurring racial slurs just like as they're yeah uh... it's not great is it no i know yeah so um sorry were you saying what's going on in france because i can't no. answer that question if you'd like no as in sorry when you said i was i was mixing getting my wires crossed when you said about because then you were talking about the football hooligans and i was like what well, the football hooligans are getting involved in the chokehold uh um, no, no, no. Pro- so in France, the police, just for anyone that doesn't know, the police are yeah. actually protesting that they can't use chokeholds. Yeah. Which is basically Outrageous. like saying, we're, why can't we do a stone cold stunner? And <laughs> I don't know, Lawrence, you know all the moves <laughs> better than I, me. I am, a, I am a 90s wrestling obsessed fan. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watched it back in 2000, though. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, what a really shocking. Sorry, Greg, I'll get. Uh, in a second a really shocking thing uh, was there's a video been circulating um now it's in french um so i've got a translation here that lisa's done for me it's about basically a lawyer talking about his um client which is a cop and he said that this his client was having suicidal thoughts because everyone's been criticizing his jobs um people talking badly about him and he said that he wants to be able to arrest them. He wants to be able to strangle them when they are not compliant. I just want to do my job. And basically saying, obviously, there is racism in the police. There is racism in any human organization. And by the way, being racist is authorized by the law. That's a wow. lawyer on French. It was on French TV. So <laughs> I don't oh, think. Fantastic. Yeah. And you think we've got problems in America, yeah. I know, I tell understand. me about Why is it so hard for people to understand? Like, anyone, policeman, lawyer, president, prime minister, guy at the pub, just stop being a dick to other people. Yeah. I mean, if someone does something illegal, just fucking arrest them. It's not that hard. Just, I mean, ah! Like, if they're, if they're attacking you, just use the reasonable force to get them back and then arrest them. I don't, what, what else do you have to... Get through your skull, like I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, 
uh, I don't know. I don't understand. It's hard to gauge what French people actually feel on the whole, like from sort of when you hear read the news about what they're protesting about, because they give them any chance to protest about anything and they'll be out on the streets. So, yeah. so it's like, it's, I don't so think, true. it's not an accurate representation of like, and literally I think the news reports I read about it was like, this time around, you know, like each week they do a poll. Like I reckon they they have to have intense discussions at the start of the week in France about like, no, you said we could protest this week, guys. It's like you've I've, we pushed back our protest. He's like, well, let us go first, and the next week you guys can go out and it's like, okay, fine. <laughs> they have a they have an orderly rotor. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. I, I realise yeah, why definitely. now. Like when I when I was younger, I remember going on to um, France and to some areas of France and whatever, and just wondering like how they get anything done ever. Like everyone was just, yeah. everyone was just closed all the time, and then it was like <laughs> when things were open, it was like oh they're just coming back from like the midday break and whatever. And you're like oh okay, well, great, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not about that. <laughs> And I'm not, I know exactly why they need so many breaks now. It's because they've got protests to be at, haven't they? There's, there's stuff to be protesting <laughs> about. <laughs> definitely, definitely true. Um, right, so um, should we get to some weekly stories, guys? Yeah? Yeah. So, we were, what's, what's, what's the Don been up to this week? I haven't said much about Donald this week. Do, do you know anything um, about Yeah, I mean, I, I can tell you. He's, um, he's had an interesting week. Um, he's basically been... Uh, there's, I've got a very good quote of the week, which I'm not going to spoil for you. Um, it's, it's quite shocking what he said. Uh, but then the thing is, is that, like I've said before, we're all immune to it now. It's just like any yeah. other president that says anything like this um, would just not um, not get anywhere. Like It would just be a story for six months, but he's not. Um, he's basically just been doing a lot of tweeting um saying talking about the anarchists um he went to west point um and delivered a graduation address um today he's due to hold a rally uh no was nice. it today it might have been cancelled i can't remember it's been postponed sorry by one day it was either today or yesterday that he's holding his first rally um and everybody right. ha- and this is this is the best part on the um on the tickets that you buy to go to this rally, everybody has to basically agree not to sue him or any of the oh. stadium owners or anything like that in case they get COVID-19. Oh, right. Yeah, Clever. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah so. um, Good idea. So originally, this, um, this rally was meant to be held on Juneteenth. Now, I'm saying this because I'm not sure exactly what date Juneteenth is. Um, whether it's the 14th or the 13th, but it's um, a holiday in America to celebrate, I think, the abolition of slavery. Don't quote me on that. I can't quite remember. And yeah, he agreed to postpone it by one day in light of recent circumstances, um, which was mm, very gracious right. of him. So that's what the, that is what the Donny has been up to this week. <laughs> I suppose that's a new nice. segment, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's Donald Watch? yeah so that's it all right guys should we get to a break and then we'll come back and do some stories after yeah um please do remember that um if you want to get anything into us we're doing emails next week so we've been collating them over the last couple of weeks um please do email us at podcast at tw3media.co.uk or tweet box us at uh tw3media we'll be right back after this all right welcome back guys so lawrence what's your story this week 
Um, so the story for this week uh, I've got is um, a, a news that came out, where are we? 10th of June. What's the day today? Is it? Uh, 14th. It is 14th. this week, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it counts. Um, so um, it's something that came off of Reddit, but it's true. Uh, so it's a mother of four people, okay. Um, now, she... The, the, this is a mother... <laughs> Sorry, I feel like such a loser going on Reddit, but anyway, um, a mother of four. Okay, right, so... <laughs> I'll read you the news. The, the the woman, 24, she has four children, right, between one and five years old. Um, now, the weird thing is, she said, basically, she never wanted children, okay? And her husband basically pushed her pretty hard to have children. And she said, if he'd, if he'd, if he'd had let me, I would have stopped after our eldest, right? So she was having a conversation with her daughter, who's five. Um, and she basically ended up telling her daughter that she didn't want to have her or any children. Uh, and obviously, it didn't go down that well with the daughter. The daughter started crying. She felt that her daughter had just misinterpreted it. <laughs> she thought it was a bit, a bit of an odd one. Um, she's a really curious little girl, um, and I struggled bonding with her. Blah blah blah. But basically, she said, "I told her I didn't want any, and that I don't even want, didn't even want any when I had her." <laughs> and then, so obviously, the kid told the, the dad, right? And so the dad got really upset, and she said, "Look, I, I I told you I never wanted any kids anyway." So she said, "Like you're the one who pushed me and kept pushing it." And he kept saying she was an awful mum and shouted and ended up basically taking the kids to his parents' house and leaving her be. Now, Reddit is divided, I can tell you guys, okay? Because obviously most, a lot of the people seem to be really having a go at her. It's so inappropriate to talk to the kid about that sort of thing. You know, children are beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But hold up a minute. She didn't want fucking kids. And the dickhead guy forced to have kids and now is acting like she's some horrible woman. So I'm a bit like on the other side. What's your boy? And, 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 and the kid's just there just saying like this. I'm a person, and my name is Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> She's just waiting for that chance. I've, I've been waiting for like a, mi- a whole minute to do that soundbite because it's so perfect for this situation. <laughs> I'm not really sure what to make of that, Lawrence. It's a bit. Uh, it sounds. It sounds a little bit EastEnders to me. It is a bit, isn't it? But it's like I don't know, like because opinions seem to be so against what I thought. I was like, look, I get it. You shouldn't talk to your kid about it. But, like, if you were forced to have kids by this man, which she shouldn't be with in the first place, she, I, I, I don't know. I don't feel like she's fully to blame for this one. I feel like she's a bit, you know... Yeah, yeah so you know. I think um, Greg's kind of taken on the role of a bit of a fact-checker here. I, I think, Lawrence, you could be, like, the agony aunt. <laughs> you could, you could, it could be, like, Lawrence's Reddit segment where he goes and solves people's problems online. Oh, I'm down for solving things, tell you. <laughs> I was going to do a bit of a mystery, but I thought, no, I'll I'll leave it be. Because, you know, it's hard to just do a mystery on podcasts. You can do it. It takes a lot of planning and I'm a lazy piece of shit, so I didn't do it. All right. That makes sense. All right. So, uh, Greg, we'll come back to you, Lawrence. Um, Greg, what's your story this week? Um, So, let's go for first one that you might find interesting, Dom. So, Dom mentioned to us this week that he's been watching um, Space Force on, uh, on Netflix. Yes. And um, so they're apparently they're going from strength to strength after receiving a glowing review from Dominic Lane himself. Um, they also set to trademark the term Space Force um, after it seems, yeah. it seems a bumbling uh, US military haven't uh, made any strides um, towards uh, claiming it themselves this week. So uh, they've already trademarked the name in several countries. Um, so it seems that uh, Netflix, really? is set, Netflix is set to own um, Space Force over the, the US military because they uh, haven't really done anything in, um, in that regards yet. Which is, uh... <laughs> okay, that's brilliant. Just in case anyone doesn't know, um, Space Force is a new TV show on Netflix. It's very clever. It's a bit stupid. 
but I mean, I can give you, a, I could maybe I should do a written review um, because I think it's absolutely fantastic um, because it's very clever and it pokes fun at a lot of the absurdities of modern society. Um, but yeah, Donald Trump did actually um, announce back in November, December. Greg, do you want to fact check that for us? Um, yeah, I think it yeah. was, um, so Space Force was first announced by Donald Trump in March 2018. Yeah, oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I thought... Oh, and so the military branch was officially established as, as a formal organization in December. Okay, um, yeah, cool. they don't actually own the term Space Force. Yeah, no, they don't so yeah, term. Netflix then um, greenlit the, the the series in January, um, but they've uh, they've done nothing. Uh, you know, um, attorneys for the U.S. military have done this to secure the Space Force name as a registered trademark, while whereas uh, Netflix have been uh, aggressively sort of pursuing it and have uh, locked down the rights to it in several countries yeah already so here's a quick question for you mm. um seen as we've been seen as i've just done the my name is anakin soundbite and we're now talking about space what do you think the first star wars battleship stroke structure they should deploy to space you guys don't know star wars do you um, i don't, I don't like know star wars. wars i don't know star wars <laughs> right. who doesn't want a death star in outer orbit I mean, come on. Well, yeah, I'd say like Death Star would be pretty cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. But not a weakness where you have to fly up a tunnel and then shoot little fucking like, yeah. trash shoot, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, the, en- yeah. the engineers, that's the most infamous bad engineering. Uh... Yeah, no weaknesses, please, if we have a Death Star. Donald Star. Do you reckon Space Force's first employee is going to be George Lucas? <laughs> Imagine if they just literally like, he's, get together. He's all about the big ideas, yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, it I did make me think, Think though, reading uh, this story, uh, I did a little bit of digging into what Spaceports have actually done, uh, you know, since they've, oh. uh, since they've opened up. And um, they've they've taken like 16,000 uh, uh, officers from the from the US uh, Air Force, you know, to sort of streamline the process of like integrating it into the US military. So it's like, it's bigger stuff, isn't it? I know... We sort of, again, yeah. we just sort of disregard anything that Trump says, but when he comes out and says that he's making a space force, everyone's sort of like, as a jolly were, but I mean, this is a, a thing that is happening now. Um, one thing that did uh, I, uh, did catch my attention, though, was that um, part of the integration procedure involves writing their own uh, theme tune. Um, <laughs> give me one second. Surely so, not. Yeah. Um, What's their chant going to be? So you, you get hoorah, don't you, with the uh, the army in America, and you've got Semper Fi <laughs> with the... Well, I can't yeah. what it is now. It's, it's, in that film of The Rock, isn't it? Semper Fi, brother. Um, I, it's a very wrestling sounding thing. Uh, so I'm trying to think what their one's going to be. Uh, so here pew, pew. we go. <laughs> Especially if it's that. It's just go up to each other. Pew pew. So here we go. Yeah, about about 16,000 Air Force active duty and civilian personnel are to be assigned to the Space Force while the branch is gradually integrated into the US Armed Forces ecosystem, including establishing independent procedures for manning equipment, training personnel, and creating uniforms, ranks, logo, patch, <laughs> awards, and official song, reportedly within a 18 month period. One thing I don't understand is we do have the Outer Space Treaty that was signed in i think like the 1960s sometime mm. um but how are they, are they are they planning on weaponizing space do we know we, or well, they, yeah so this pro- is the, the whole thing of um space because that does that... is in contravention to the outer space treaty which is against mm. weaponizing space so i'm i think it's... yeah but donald doesn't care does he <laughs> Well, yeah. What treaty have we upheld other than the Atlantic Treaty? And I suppose that Outer That's Space true. Treaty. They're the only two treaties that have been upheld by every country, aren't they? Um, and there's any else that have been upheld. So. Wasn't the idea yet yeah, that, that, yeah, is you know, Donald is convinced that we need a presence, you know, that, that America needs a presence out there for, like, what, invaders or, you know, just... Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> we, we What's learned they last... to do? This, this is ridiculous. I'm sorry, but what equipment <laughs> are they supposed to be? I, I just... <laughs> well, this is why I had my Star Wars question. But one thing we did learn last week was that Nibsy is a secret Donald Trump fanboy. Yeah, wait, I don't know if Nibs is just playing you... like troll of the podcast here or whatever, but he's. <laughs> I don't think he is. I, yeah. I, I think, think he, he genuinely is. is. Honestly, I think Nibsy next week is going to come on with a come on with a make america great again hat yeah he is looking sort of slightly more orange by the week i just assumed he was getting more sun nowadays but i think he's sort of no he's up he's upping he's gonna dye his hair blonde yeah he's getting trumpified he's getting trumpified i've actually got a donald trump t-shirt somewhere guys someone i know in america gave it to me it's hilarious (laughs) it's it's, it's donald trump standing on a tank sorry go ahead (laughs) no here's a good question right what i don't understand about donald trump's catchphrase okay is his catchphrase is make america great again Mm. but that was like four years ago so that's the problem yeah do you see what i mean and then i think what what they were trying to do was they were trying to change the catchphrase to keep america great that was it yeah but right now it doesn't really work too well do you see what i mean so it's almost like they're stuck in this limbo between two catchphrases that don't really work but it seems like they've gone with the make america great again they have catchphrases as if if, sorry about the first four years it was a bit of a misfire but can i can i have another can i have another the chance do you see what i mean this is literally what it is yeah so wait they're, ser- they're seriously in in his re-election campaign they're running with make america great again yeah. yes yeah yeah yes. he tweeted so yesterday in the what? morning he tweeted out law and order yeah and so so people responded with csi miami and all those other shows that are basically like law and order and then he tweeted out make america great again in capitals with an exclamation mark i'm sorry what yeah so... he's, he's already been trying to make it great for four yeah years. exactly so, so... What i can't understand what, what so yes what <laughs> So, yeah. No, but this is this is the madness of it. This is what I don't understand, and this is why I can't like I can't I can't quite get into the mind of someone who would go down that route and vote for him. But yeah, it's like it's. I think honestly, I think they wanted to try and transfer because Keep America Great is kind of floated around, but obviously right now it just doesn't wash with people because mm. America isn't. Do you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, has well, anyone seen France. the newsroom? Has anyone the seen what? the newsroom? No. No, is that is that on Apple TV? Uh, I don't I know. No, that's My the morning news or DVDs, something crap like that's that. Where yeah, I watched sorry. It. Uh, okay, the no, newsroom sorry, is one of the most sensational programs. It's another Aaron Sorkin classic. Um, but please, if there's one thing you do, watch uh, the opening clip on YouTube, and this goes to all the listeners as well. It's brilliant because it's an American TV show, and one and a, a kind of a girl stands up and she says, "Why do you think America is the greatest country on earth?" And they're on this like panel, and then he this um, it's all about this TV presenter who then just goes on a rant about how America is not the greatest country in the earth in the world anymore, and it's mm. a fantastic it's one of the best bits of TV ever produced. So please do watch that. I know I'm constantly pushing TV shows to you, but this is pure genius. <laughs> I promise you. And just watch the first clip. Uh, right, should we go to a very quick break and then we will be back? So please do um, email us in podcast at tw3 media. We'll be right back after. This. Pew pew. Pew pew. Space Force Brothers. Pew pew. Yeah, man. It's so ridiculous, isn't it? Wait, I can't believe... You're, you're still stuck. I could see, Greg, you couldn't even, like, because I could tell that you can't even, like, find the words to describe well, how ridiculous no, it is. It is. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> so, what, what are we just overlooking? Like, literally, what... 
Is he going to? Is he going <laughs> to no, get more, forget, more power forget. and more jurisdiction by becoming the president again? <laughs> what is it? What another thing is going to change? Are they? Is this just a warm up? Like what? <laughs> the thing is, he's got easy mode, hasn't he, for the next election? Because he's got he's up against the fucking dumbest did, guy I've ever I seen in my see, life. I did see a slightly more redeeming um, interview with with Joe Biden on um, on the Stephen Colbert oh. like show uh, over the last week. And, I, mean, I think I think yeah. Joe's got dementia, mate. I really well, think he has. Uh, yeah. Well, generally, yeah, but um, he think he might. He he's actually claiming that Joe Biden has dementia. Yeah, so I think I, he might. The, the, I think both of them do. I think both, yeah, both of them, them aren't. I, yeah. Honestly, in an elect, and one of I, we're going to a game, and we, when we well, we're kind of back anyway, aren't we? We're back, whatever. But yeah, we um, when we uh, yeah the uh, the clip that I've got for you at the end, the previous bit to it is he's basically saying I don't think Biden's all there. This is a very no. sad thing, and I'm like, I'm like, well, I don't think Biden's all there, but I don't think you're all there either. No. My mother said, she said, I just think the man's senile, and <laughs> it's so true. I mean, wasn't there like, yeah, there's a, isn't there like a long-running sort of like conspiracy rumors or whatever that like um, Donald Trump's like on amphetamines or whatever, isn't he? Like, you know, to like literally like, keep him going. <laughs> Um, because there's times where he's really like on like uh, speeches that he's been caught and he's really like slurring, like he's really like sort of out of it. And uh, uh, I think then they like, they find found something in like the the Oval Office or something. I can't remember. I'm sort of, well, the, the, Hitler was a Hitler was a drug addict who was on a lot of uppers to keep him going for his indeed, entire yeah. time. Um, so not not comparing Trump to Hitler, by the way, if I had anyone listening. To this. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I just, uh, no way, but obviously, you know, just getting a leader can just be fueled by drugs. Um, uh, Greg, you sound like the people in America that don't believe we went to the moon. <laughs> this whole impediment's in the Oval Office. I'll tell you, John, there's no wind on the moon, is there? And that flag was waving away, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, Greg. Hey, I'm, open, I'm open to the moon conspiracy. I'm open to the moon conspiracy, all right? I'm open to it. You're talking to a, oh, a conspiracy theorist here. Oh, no. I don't, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I'm open to it. I'm open to it. To it. Um, Yes, guys, shall we get to a game? Because I've got um, a kind Absolutely. of a social media planned. Have I got fake news for you um, today? So, Please. Uh, this is a little game that we like to call... Have I got fake news for you? And the premise of the game is that I have got picked three stories from the week. Uh, one of them is fake news. Um, and the other two are truthful news. So, number one. Old ladies in Nigeria have fallen in love with WhatsApp and are consequently spreading news like wildfire. Story number two. Twitter deleted 175,000 state-owned accounts that are spreading propaganda and fake news. Story number three, Facebook has announced that both campaigns during the 2020 election cycle will be under funding restrictions and penalties if misinformation is found to have been used. That's your three stories. I'm I'm ready. Lawrence, you go first, then Greg, come at me with some questions. So, number one, uh, I know from the Brazilian uh, election situation that WhatsApp have limited uh, like how many shares you can do and stuff uh, yeah. through WhatsApp. So you can only like share to one person at a time, not like 50 at a time. Having said that, I know that like mobile stuff is very popular in Nigeria. So I'm going to be inclined to believe that one could be true, but I'm suspicious. Uh, number two, uh, what was number two again? I'm trying to remember what they were now. 
It was um, 175,000 state-owned accounts spreading misinformation have been deleted from Twitter. 175,000 state-owned. How do we know they're state-owned as well? Like that's I'm a bit shifty on that one. And the third one, Facebook, I can see doing that because they've been shat on repeatedly in the past for not trying to do anything when it comes to... And they have the Cambridge Analytica scandal. So I'm going to say number two is false. I'm not asking any questions. I'm coming straight at you. It's false. Oh, Lawrence, Lawrence with a bold move. Greg, are you um, are you going to... Greg, Greg, in case you haven't listened before, guys, Greg is like the have I got fake news for you king. Uh, there was one, mm. one epic moment when he came and he just absolutely nailed the answer um, that was people are, are buying more shirts than trousers from Walmart because no one's wearing any trousers anymore. So that's a very good episode if you want to listen back and listen in. Anyway, Greg, come at me. I think it was my finest moment probably ever on the show. Really, it was. It lasted all of twenty seconds. Um, I um, I know they all they all sound quite believable this week, don't they? I, I it sounds believable the sort of the the the, the woman in in Ghana because you do get these funny spikes then you around the world. It's like I know it's happened quite a lot in in, in, in um India recently in that certain YouTube channel. It's just absolutely like catapulted through the ranks and, yeah because it's just sort of more of india is coming online now and sort of density of the population whatever um i sort of feel like uh, again maybe i'm a bit pessimistic but i don't feel that like facebook will sort of step up to the plate and uh and um and police sort of elections sort of things as much as uh as much as they should you know when it comes down to money whatever facebook or a business something they want to make um they have been absolutely hounded, you're right, Lawrence, recently by everyone. Um, people are more aware of it recently. So I'm going to go, I'm going to say that B is false. And I think there's a lot of B? there's a lot of fake accounts out there, but not as many as that, or maybe more than that. Boys, I'm too. I'm. I'm. I'm just too good at this game. Honestly, oh, I'm too no. good at this he's game. Not, he's not won it, is he? I'm, I'm smug as en- I'm smug as anything. Boys, it's C. C. Facebook oh. are not doing anything. Oh they, really? They for God's sake. Okay, so ah. let me go through. I got you both this week. Brilliant. Uh, so look, I'll go through them very quickly. Um, so yeah, actually in Nigeria, I found this story absolutely brilliant, okay? Because I regularly get messages from my mother that I don't fully understand. And maybe we should actually have a little segment where I read some of them out <laughs> one week because they, they are pure gold, some, uh, some of them. And often they're like politics related and she's yeah. ranting about something. She's an ex-Daily Mail reader and uh, she now reads The Telegraph um, after she got pissed off with the new editor. Uh, but yeah, um, they, in Nigeria, essentially, um, a, there's a lot of spotty internet there. So logging yeah. on to things like Facebook and Twitter is quite difficult. So there's been a huge up um, uptake in WhatsApp. And obviously for older people, it's very easy. And they kind of see this as like a socially media type thing anyway. So what's actually happening is all kinds of misinformation is being spread um, by these old ladies. (laughs) And there's an article, which obviously we'll link in the description below uh, from the BBC, um, just spreading things like this will help heal you. This is why 5G is bad. All this kind of stuff. And they'll just send it out to like 50 people. And obviously this is how it's all spreading. And they, they've got all this time on their hands. So they just sit there forwarding messages all day. Now, Lawrence, you did bring up a very good point. Obviously, and we talked very like probably, in, I think, one of the pilot episodes about WhatsApp mm. communications being forwarded. 
this was weeks and weeks ago, um, but also you did mention, and this is true, so I don't know how WhatsApp are containing that. I said very quickly, but I've just gone uh, quite a long time. Um, yes, it's true. Twitter have deleted 175,000 state-owned accounts, wow. um, fr- predominantly from China, Russia, and uh. Turkey. Um, uh. And these are all spreading misinformation, all this kind of stuff. What's really interesting is that Jack Dorsey has really gone on a big kind of purge recently. Yeah. Um, it, it will probably, in many respects, be to the company's detriment. Um, Agreed. But quite possibly it will be to uh, uh, the country or the world's um, benefit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so he's recently just uh, announced that he's deleted this. Um, he's obviously also been censoring some of the rubbish that Donald Trump comes out with, etc., etc. Um, yeah. And yeah, the last thing, uh, Joe Biden wrote an open letter to Facebook saying, have you not learned from 2016, essentially? That was obviously a big paraphrase, um, asking them to do some reform. Um, and Facebook, I've basically stood there and said we're not getting involved well they are getting involved but they're not getting involved do you see what i mean so um yeah facebook so far have stood stood staunch um and are not doing anything about fake news well they are doing things about fake news but in, in when it comes to elections and all of this they're so scared of removing certain things and posts and yada yada that actually um, this is going to be 2016 all over again. And what I find so beautifully ironic is that most granddads would not know how to log in to Facebook. And you've got two granddads running for office who are basically mm. fighting over a social media platform. <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually, yeah. I don't know, the whole thing frustrates me. I completely disagree with censorship of social media like Twitter is doing. I don't mind them adding in little fact checks and stuff, and but I don't like the idea of censoring anything, really. I think that anyone should be allowed a voice, even if it's completely hate-filled. Um, I just think that you can block them if you want, or you can say this is factually incorrect, or this is hate speech, but I think it should be allowed to... I, I just believe in complete freedom of speech, basically, is my honest opinion. Um, but um, having said that, I think that Facebook could do more to see that things at least aren't being funded by like specific campaigns. It, mm. it's, there's a difference, I think, between allowing speech and letting people know, oh, by the way, this this thing here that looks completely harmless was actually funded by Trump or was actually funded by yeah. someone. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's interesting you say that Facebook is so scared about deleting like, the wrong thing or whatever. You, you think that surely it's a fair, fair like, platform if, if they say like we're not accepting any donations from any like like basically your your political campaigns they can't have they can't have a funded like platform on um on mm. facebook and whatever i i think i think they yeah they're, they're doing wrong here because maybe the, the counter argument is that well you know they're allowed to do that on tv and on the radio and whatever aren't they there's, there's a big of a but now that Nowadays, Facebook is becoming like the bigger. Isn't the, what's the the crazy statistic about? That's where people get their news from. It's like you know. Oh yeah, like, huge proportion yeah. of people get their news so, from Facebook. So, at what point do we have to sort of start applying? Well, there you go. Say people are doing it on the on the radio, on the TV, mm. and whatever, aren't they? So, what's different here? Like, what, yeah, why, I mean, why, why should... I think. Um, from what I know about the American media is that it's very, 
you know, they're, they're very clearly biased one way or the other. Yeah. Um, mm. Donald Trump, in many respects, is probably not actually wrong when he says you're fake news, but not from like a the news is actually false, but from a point as they're just constantly will berate one agenda really, really heavily and not even be apologetic about it. You mm. know, <laughs> you know, just, you know, they'll have hosts that just sit there and just say Donald Trump's the greatest president to have ever lived. And then you also have, you know, hosts like CNN, like Anderson Cooper will sit there and just dissect everything he says in the most sarcastic, like what the fuck kind of tone. Uh, yeah. Excuse my French. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, it's, I, I think it's um, almost impossible to um, kind of do what you're saying in terms of funded through this campaign and all of this, because all that you have is you just have politically affiliated groups that will then they'll start then. Or if you ban them from the platform, like Twitter's banned both campaigns from campaigning, all political ads and all of that. But all you have then is you just have alt-right groups and alt-left groups mm-hmm. and all of this that will just then utilise it nonetheless. So, I mean, it kind of goes back to a conversation we were having, what, two weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago, I think, a little bit about censorship in the media. And I do agree mm-hmm. with free speech, of course, but there are certain limits, I think. Um, so, yeah, um, we've got time for a couple of quick stories, I think, if you've got anything else, guys. I've got quite one quite good one, but I've done a lot of talking, so I'm going to put it over to to you guys i was looking into something that i was interested about yesterday which was um something that i occasionally look up every so often in my life which is what people's regrets are when they get to an older age i always wonder okay. like it's something i always think of like every so often i think yeah oh, you know what like i should check out and like remind myself because obviously i don't want to get i always worry i don't know about you guys one of my worries is i get to like 80 years old or something and i think shit what have i done for the last 80 years like, <laughs> i haven't got much time left you know um so i looked that up and I wonder what do you guys think. That I found the top five most common. I got this off the Guardian article. Uh, the top five most common regrets that people have, and I mm, think they they all surprise me a little bit. I don't know what do you guys just give me one that you think is going to be a regret. I guess um, on the Guardian article, number one would be voting for the Conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it wasn't on there. It was not on there. Wasn't it? Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Um, no, it was a it was a politically free article. I reckon working too much. Yeah, so that's what I expected to come up. Um, I can give you the five if you'd like right now. So the number one, which was the most common, was trying too hard to please other people, oh. which which actually interested me. Yeah, I never thought that one would come up. So I guess people were basically saying, uh, as someone here who said, um, someone who basically was dying actually said, my most common regret, <laughs> which I'd had the. Jesus Christ! Safety disease. Struggling. Bless you, man. Bless sorry, you. sorry, sorry, Lawrence. Greg's allergic to bullshit. Yeah, well, it was firing up then. <laughs> oh, he just—he's not trying hard to please me at all. Um, but yeah, basically, they said I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not what others expected of me. Uh, number two was too much pointless worrying, which I think is one I can definitely do improving on. Yeah. Basically, people got fed up basically with worrying about things all the time. Um, which I thought was quite a good one. Um, that was actually a lot of that was validated by like research as well. That one, um, it comes over and over, so it's the second most popular one. The third was focusing too much on acquiring things. So, like, obviously, people who just got basically were regretting that they basically wanted to get a house, wanted to get a car, wanted to get yeah. this, and they didn't actually enjoy any experiences or enjoy anything, and they just bought things. Number four was not taking care of your physical health, which is one that is important. Uh, well, I guess you're going to think about that if you're dying at age 50. 
Yeah, exactly, right? So I think that's why it's common. But again, I hadn't really expected that one at all, to be honest. Um, and number five was not traveling enough. So a lot of people traveling. basically felt that they waited to... They kept saying, oh, I'll do that when I'm older and I get yeah. time. I'll do that when I get time. And they never actually do it or they do it and it's not as enjoyable as they want it to be because they wish they'd done it earlier. There you go. Those are the five most... Uh, I didn't expect any of those, actually. I expected the working too much and you know not being with my so-and-so when they died or whatever. I expected those kinds of things. Uh, I... Yeah. I have a feeling this article, because uh, I just can't imagine like some Guardian reporter standing on the street and just holding out a microphone or some kind of recording <laughs> and saying, what do you regret not doing in your life? And people getting really deep with them. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I feel I feel like this is someone who's basically collated a whole load of, of answers into very deep, meaningful, like, meaningful bullet points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the way it was reached, I can tell you, actually, they there were oh, two okay. things they did. So the first thing that they did was look at researches and stuff like that. So they looked at, like, university, like, study oh, okay. papers and stuff like that. And then they got the answers from those and worked out the most common ones from all those study papers. And then they sent out a tweet and just said on Twitter, like, what are the things you regret? And some people were, like, really seriously, like, honest on Twitter about it like really depressing stuff and some of it was like kind of jovial and they then used that as well so they kind of tried to amalgamate everything and work out the five most common approach like ones that appeared the most so they didn't use a microphone in the street i imagine that one yeah wouldn't go down too well Uh, Uh, but yeah there you go if you could give a if you could go back in time five years guys and give a tip to your to yourself five years ago what would you say to yourself Oh god, I hate this kind of stuff. Do you remember I have Kim one Kardashian thing, I'd say. a whole letter to my future self or something? Oh god, oh, yeah. that made me want to vomit. <laughs> I think it's a good question, so fuck you, Dom. Um, oh, I'm gonna. I, I think Greg's nailed it on the head. I, my one will be that um, there's something that a phrase that I got told a few days ago was that, and it's true. It's one again. Uh, this one comes from a study a friend gave it to me. That's why I ended up researching a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Was that um, you regret the? I'm just going to try and make sure I get this one right. Uh, you will regret not doing the could'ves more than you would regret not doing the should'ves. So you'll regret, like, not, I don't know, say you get a job offer, right, to go to Paris or something Mm. and work, and it sounds like a fantastic idea. You'd regret not doing that more than you'd regret going, uh, okay, well, fuck it, I've got a kid, I've got this, I should stay here, it's more stable in England, I'll stay in England and not go anywhere. So you regret, if you went, you wouldn't regret not having stayed as much as if you stay and you don't go. So you you regret going with the should'ves Oh, I should go to university, right, okay. I should do this, I should do that. You, oh. you, yeah, and you'd always regret that more and missing out on the could-haves yeah, than you yeah. would doing like the crazier stuff and then, you know, oh, what if I should have done what I should have done? You know, yeah, so there you go. I'd tell myself that. That's what I'd say. Anyway, Dom, go ahead, mate. Absolute one million percent bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> uh, Dom, Mr. Dom hates any kind of wisdom here. Screw you. Greg, what would you say to yourself five years ago? Since we're going to like basically cut. Um, yeah, sorry. Can we can we <laughs> make a call a leave in this? Uh... I'm hosting the call boy. I think I I, I learned or I listened, it was from like a podcast. I think over the last like couple of years, and I remember someone talking about that like that you shouldn't regret really in general like decisions that you've you've made at any like don't don't look back because because you always make like your best decision you know that you can at the time you know with the information. Like, yeah, you can look back at it and go like, oh, I should have done that. But you've like learned that information since then. So like you, you never, you never knowingly make a bad decision for yourself, do you? Like, you know, you can, you can, mm. you can, you can learn, you know, by looking back at it, whatever, but you can't regret decisions that you ever make because you're always looking for the best option for you, aren't you? And so you've like made the, you've made the best decision with the information you had at the time. And so, so it's, it's silly to, it's wasteful to look back and be like, I regret making this decision in, in general. So 
Dom, could you, like, I, I need to block Dom's face out of the screen right now. because old, <laughs> yesterday's news. Out the way, excuse me, we're coming in. Have you found there's a Facebook page that has his quotes basically, and they make like little videos out of it? And put yeah, Eddie, Eddie, that's Eddie Hearn, by the way, for anyone who does. He's yeah. just he's, he's hilarious. Oh, big news Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua coming to you next year. Not that any of you guys it's like actually, it. it's actually, yeah. yeah well, they've, they've agreed a two fight deal. What? Where did this happen? They've agreed, they've agreed oh, a two God. fight deal. They both got fights that they have to do before then. Yeah, I know they got banned, but it's then. reckon they're reckoning summer 2021. Oh yes, I'm going to get tickets. Oh man, and and there's a big push for it to happen in London, not Las Vegas. So yes, oh, please. I, Why is Las Vegas too British? That would be guys? you can't have like two British guys fighting for the world heavyweight title no, in, in Las Vegas. Las Vegas. It's got to be in London. So if that is happening, yeah. boys, all all four of us will fly Nibsy over. All four of us are Head going over. to Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, and we will provide live commentary on TV. Yeah, if we we've got to find tickets, a way to get the tickets. Yeah, right. If we get, get tickets, tickets they'll probably be like three Joshua's. grand each, and we won't. Yeah, you'll be able to get some okay price. But yeah, I tried to get one to Anthony Joshua before, and it was like absolute nightmare trying to get tickets to see him. I've, I've yeah. failed on three occasions, but but I got close on one occasion, so I feel like I know roughly how to get them now. But yeah, that's amazing news. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's that should be mm. our first news of the of the week. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys. Yeah. Um, they just there wasn't much of a joke to be had about it because I just I'm so excited for that fight. So yeah, sorry about yeah, um, your little words of wisdom conversation getting interrupted by that awesome news. But um, <laughs> if, if if any of you really do want to hear more um, more words of wisdom from Lawrence Ray and Gregory Bush, please do uh, let us know. Uh, tweet us at TW3 Media, <laughs> and we'll be sure to put it in next week. Uh, my I'm only sorry, regret is that. having that letting that conversation continue for as long as it did. Um, <laughs> so, so um look we're probably running to a close now because we've been going on quite a long time um we have no good news this week because nibsy oh we we haven't actually debuted any of nibsy's new soundboards so, so instead of good news should we just de- debut just all news. of nibsy's soundboards yeah, yeah. Not... just 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 basically have nibs 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 what, what can we call it nibs away from home Nibs. Yeah, Nibs. Yeah, so so usually Nibsy, who's like a very positive little chap from Australia, uh, comes on and does <laughs> it. <laughs> as, as Lawrence would say, stops his kangaroo boxing uh, and yep. comes on and um, does a little bit of good news. But we haven't got him this week, so we'll bring him to life in some soundboards. Greg, sixty seconds yeah, o'clock. I do feel like I could I could actually probably phone into you know given the time difference, but just work it out. Um, what's so? But <laughs> Nibs. Oh, actually, maybe we can go live to Nibs now. Um, Nibs. Oh, oh yeah. Nibs. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I hear. Um, so you've been you've been trying out a new diet this week. You were telling me about Nibs. Is that right? You was, was it eighty percent of bananas? Oh really? Oh well, I don't... <laughs> that sounds well. Certainly very fibrous. I bet you're very regular at the moment. Um, uh, but they are high in like potassium or something. Aren't they? I guess it's good for your brain. Did you Google that? I did. Yeah, I was. Um, I was looking into the diet myself this week actually, and. Uh, um, but I suppose you need some, something to wash all those bananas down with, don't you? Stuff it. I'm going to have a beer. Ah, good idea. Yeah, so that's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, but um, but beer is is not great. You know, there's there's loads of health complications with uh, you know excessive drinking. Isn't that right, Nibs? It's all a hoax. Oh, okay. Well, fine. That's good. Um, well, I, anyway, I'll let you get back to it, Nibs. Um, enjoy your bananas and beer diet, the B&B, as you call it. And um, hopefully you'll be... Uh, <laughs> Back to full health next week. Great. Cheers, Nibs.
Bye, Nipsey. Oh, that was nice. nice that was good to hear. That was good yeah. for him, Nibs. Give a little round of applause for Nipsey yeah. there. Thanks, Nibs. Yeah, All right, that. guys. Let's bring this to a close. Um, as always, we've got a little Donald Trump uh, quote of the week here coming for you. I think I've done more for the black community than any other president. And let's take a pass on Abraham Lincoln because he did good, although it's always questionable. You know, in other words, the end result. Well, we are free, Mr. President. <laughs> yeah, of course, if any of you don't know, Abraham Lincoln uh, did free slaves. Uh, so, you know, uh, um, so, yeah, that was uh, an interesting one. Anyway, guys, look, it's been an absolute pleasure. We've had great fun this week. I um, hope you have too. Please do any feedback you want to give us. Please do email us in at podcast at tw3media.co.uk or twitbox us at tw3media. Um, it's been a blast. Uh, I'm Dominic Lane, your host, uh, joined by Lawrence Ray. Yeah, and Gregory Bush. Um, it's been a pleasure. Take care. Have a good week. Stay safe, and we will see you on the flip side. Goodbye. Love you, bye. Bye, guys. That was the week that was. <laughs>